0: Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast.
1: Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to our mamas. Happy Mother's Day to you. Hey, welcome to Pinewood Church. Happy Mother's Day. I mean, we are so grateful that you are joining us on this special day. What an honor. I just want to honor all the women today. I recognize that you carry a nurturing role in our world today, and I want to honor you for that. I also wanna honor all the women who are walking a journey of grief, a journey of loss, the journey of trying to conceive. Maybe you're in the process of going through IVF right now. I wanna recognize the moms that are on the journey of fostering or who are waiting for a child through adoption. I recognize you and I honor you for your perseverance and your endurance. Your story is making us all better. It's growing us. It's encouraging us in our hope and in our faith. And I want to encourage you that there is purpose in your pain. There's purpose in your story and on your journey. God's going to do something with your story. And I can't wait to see what he does. So I want to honor you today. Thank you for being brave. Thank you for journeying with us today. I and mean, we've walked some of those roads. We've walked the road of loss. We've walked the road of fostering and still through the process of adoption. We've walked the road of trying to conceive, and it's just a hard road. So thank you. Thank you for, thank you for staying the course, for being in it and showing up today. That means the world to us. Well, you know, we've been on this journey the past few weeks on unleashed, being unleashed for the gospel, especially right now in quarantine and social distancing. It's amazing to see the body of Christ rise up. People are finding their purpose. They're finding their calling. They're seeing gaps in the church and they're stepping up saying, I can bring something to the table. I mean, it's been amazing to watch. It's been amazing the past few weeks hearing from Parker, hearing from Matt, an amazing word last week on unity. If you haven't been able to tune in, I want to encourage you to go back to our YouTube channels. You have time, you can do that. And I want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of those and catch up because it's been an amazing journey. Today, we're actually wrapping up the conversation and we're going to wrap it up out of Matthew 7. Something that I'm realizing is you can be gifted and not be effective. You can be gifted and be living in fear and shame that is holding you back from using your gifts. I mean, you can be gifted and afraid. You can be gifted and feel ill equipped. You can feel gifted and not feel like you have the resources. So I just want to see, I want to jump into Matthew 7 today and just see what the Word of God talks about this. Matthew 7 verse 24, if you have your Bible, I want you to join me today in opening it. If you have a journal or a pen nearby, go ahead and grab it. I want you to take notes, have that posture of leaning in today, whether you're in your jammies or sitting on your couch or in your bed with your breakfast. I want you to just lean in physically with your body. And then lean into the voice of the Lord today. He has a word for you today. Matthew 7 verse 24 says this. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell. The rivers rose. The winds blew and pounded that house. Yet it did not collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house and it collapsed and it collapsed with a great crash. I love this passage so much. The context of it, the background of it, is Jesus just gave his longest recorded sermon called the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5-7 through is that sermon. If you have time, go back and read it. It's amazing. It actually talks about what it looks like to walk out the Christian life and the Christian faith. Jesus wraps up this sermon with this passage, comparing two different men. One man that has a solid foundation in a rock. Circumstances arose around him and he remained firm. There's another man. Same circumstances rose up around him. The rivers rose, the wind blew, and he collapsed because his foundation was on sand. I wanna talk to us today about what does it look like to walk out our faith and our purpose and our calling when you just don't feel like it. Man, have you been there today? Have you been there before? I know I have. There's moments that I just don't feel like walking out the calling but let's see what scripture says about it today. I'm ready to hear from the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit is not quarantined, that he is meeting you wherever you are right now. And he's meeting me right here in my home. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you and we thank you. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We're thankful, Jesus, that where we can come together through technology and be a body of Christ united and move forward with purpose and mission. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you that we can look to him who was the most faithful one. Jesus, we ask you to meet us today. And it's in your name we pray all God's people said, come on, amen. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. So thankful that you are here. You could be anywhere, but you chose to be here today. Well, you know, as a little girl, I love people. I still love people, but I loved people then too. And there was an incident in my life that honestly just took me a while to get through and to get over. And there was a friend group in school, in elementary school. That just was unkind to me a lot. Mean girls, if you want to call it. And honestly, it shaped a lot of my younger years. That thankfully, by God's grace, he allowed me to move through that. But those years were hard. The words that were spoken were toxic to my mind, toxic to my heart, toxic to my soul. And it was a circumstance that just made me feel ungrounded. Man, maybe you're there today. Maybe there's a specific circumstance that's going on in your life and you don't feel grounded today. You feel shaken. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe the loss of a job. Maybe the loss of a family member. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe things are getting revealed in your home and in your marriage right now. A struggle that you're just going, I don't, I don't know how to push through this circumstance. That was me as a child. Went to my mom's bathroom, just crying in a, in a heap of tears and just sat on her bathroom floor. And I said, Mom, I just, I don't know what to do. And we all need someone else to speak truth over us in those circumstances. Get people around you that are going to speak life, that are going to speak truth when you don't feel like speaking it to yourself. So I went to my mom and she always spoke truth over me. And she said these three words, just be faithful and as a little girl I didn't fully understand what that meant but I knew my mom had purpose in those words it wasn't the first time she said it to me nor was it the last I mean I've walked a lot of circumstances that I've gone to my mom in tears over and I've just looked at her and said mom like what would you do like how do I keep moving on she said just be faithful So we're gonna unpack that today. Just be faithful when you just don't feel like it. And I had a conversation with my mom. I figured it would be an amazing time to bring her in. Her voice is a loud voice. It's a whisper and it's soft, but man, when she speaks, it moves mountains. She carries faith in her heart. She carries it in her bones. She carries it in her words. She's the most servant-hearted woman I've ever met. She's constantly serving others, constantly putting other people above herself. And it's an honor to welcome her into the conversation today. So let's hear from her now. Hey. Hey. You look pretty.
0: You do too, as always, thanks.
1: I was thinking about just this one specific time when I was little that you had told me Um, I was going through just a hard season of friendships and relationships, and I was going through a hard circumstance and just was sitting in your bathroom just crying, and you were just processing things through with me. Something that you had always told me up to that point, you said it again um, in the bathroom, was just be faithful, and looking back on different seasons that we've walked together, and now... um, you know, some of the hardest seasons that we're walking out right now, you are constantly saying like, just be faithful. What is that like meant to you? Like what what has like processed through your head when you've said like, just be faithful.
0: Faithfulness to God where it began with me was definitely the foundation that I had at home. That was a start. And that's why I am such a believer in building those foundations at home. And that's a whole other conversation. Um, I saw it lived out in. Faithfulness to church, faithfulness to read in your Bible. And I know a lot of it just became habitual, right. but still that was faithfulness as well and tithing and giving and yeah. prayer life and witnessing. And so my faith, I guess you would say the beginning of it began at salvation because mm-hmm. it takes that faith. Right. I wanted to know the Lord is my Savior. So yeah, that was the starting point. Yeah, My faith, I feel like, is not credited to me. It's not, Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Um, I can tell you to be faithful now, and I know, without sharing all the circumstances of what I'm going through, I know that I can be faithful because of the faithfulness that I've had in the past. That's great. I've walked a faithful life in many areas, and there's been times, so many times I haven't been, and I'm like, why wasn't I? That's
1: great. Um
0: you know, he's worth it. Yeah. He's, um, in every area of our life, the Bible tells you to grow in faith and then he gives you how to grow in
1: faith. Yeah. Grow
0: in faith and virtue and knowledge and patience, all of that. So I think to, to be faithful, you have to be growing. I believe that your faith's not going to grow if you're not practicing your faith and living it out.
1: That's so great. What does that look like when you're going, I just don't feel like it today. Like, how are you practicing faithfulness, even when you just don't feel like it?
0: Um, I could probably say to you more clearly now in answer to that than I could have six months ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, most of you know, I guess, that are listening the Journey that we've been on, and that was, you know, day by day, trusting the Lord and asking Him specifically for yeah. certain things. And we saw Him provide things over and over we have in our home. To see him not specifically answer a prayer that you wanted answered your way was difficult, and it still is. But I still trust him, and I have faith in his answers. Wow. Because the more you're in the Word, and you see his servants, and you see how faithful they were over and over again, he had a purpose for their life and what he was doing. We don't see the big picture. We can look at their stories in the Bible and see it and see the end result. We don't see that
1: in our lives. right?
0: So I I would have to say that it's just um, been time Mm -hmm. over the years. I know the Lord's been faithful to me. You can't tell me different in that. Has he ever done, always done things the way I want him? No. No. So in my life, after Craig's passing, There was a season, I struggled picking up the Bible, I struggled praying, so I would just sit still, Mm -hmm. and I think, um, you know, our giving that time to Him is a way of letting Him know, I believe you, Lord, and I would tell Him that, and sometimes it would be hard to verbalize it, but He knew what our heart was speaking, I believe that, so, um, The best answer I could have to anyone and saying, how do you do it when it's hard, is just do it. Mm, That's (laughs) great. You know, what you do when you wake up in the morning with your kids and they're sick or something, and you don't want, are you just going to let them lay in their poop or lay in their throw up or whatever? No, you get up and you do it because you know it's the right thing to do. That's great. I know being faithful is the right thing to do. I've never doubted the Lord during these stages. I've questioned them, Mm -hmm. and I still do but I don't doubt him. Great. Um, I that's don't know so if good. that helps you at all. I would encourage you to stay faithful. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yeah. I do believe, what is it, 2 Corinthians, where he talks about being our sufficiency. Yeah. Me, so to honestly answer you, it's not me. Yeah. It's in me. That's great. So anyone that doesn't know him, they don't understand that. That's and so I can't, good. Ex- can't explain it to
1: yeah, them. Yeah, that's so great. Love you,
0: Mom. I love you too, Jess. Praying for you.
1: Wow, what a word. And I love my mom. I love what she said there towards the end. She said, You just do it. And I want to unpack just three things today for you that when you just don't feel like being faithful, what does it actually look like to just do it? The first thing is we have to receive. You know, the Lord is always speaking. He's always talking. But are we listening? Are we receiving? I have five kids. And it's comical that when I say the word popsicle, you would think that there was a stampede running through my house to get to the freezer to choose what color popsicle they want. There's neighbor kids coming over. Like people are knocking down doors, knocking over chairs to get to the freezer. But if I say it's time to take a shower or it's time to take a bath, I mean, it falls on deaf ears. If you're a mom and you can relate to that, let me know in the chats that I am not alone, right? Like kids sometimes choose what they listen to. And I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about our words. It's easy for us as God's children to sometimes get caught up in what we choose to listen to. And God may be calling you into a purpose. He may be calling you to reach out to your neighbor, to share them Jesus. He may be calling you to serve with Pinewood. He may be calling you out of isolation and to jump on the Zoom call and be brave this week. But we're we're choosing not to listen. He may be calling you to call a friend and pray with them. And I know many times he's called me to pray with someone that I don't even know and the nerves and the tension that rises up in me. But we have a choice in that moment if we're going to listen or if we're not going to listen. And I want to challenge us in these seasons that we just don't feel like it. Let's be listeners of God's word. Let's listen to what he has to say to us. I mean, it's really hard to be faithful men of God and women of God if we're not willing to listen. So many of us want to be faithful. We want to be, you know, we want to hear those final words of good and faithful servant, but we're not listening right now. I mean, we want a platform that's going to take us places and all the followers and TikTok followers because your dance moves or whatever that thing is you're searching after. You want the largest friend groups. You want the most thriving marriage. You want to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But you're not willing to say the small yeses of today. Man, no matter what life throws at you, you can lean in and listen to the holy spirit man he's going to speak truth over you like nobody else he's going to speak life over you when you feel like you don't have it in you he's going to speak truth when the fear rises up he's going to be the one that says i'm never going to leave you i'm never going to forsake you he's going to hem you in on every side he's going to shelter you under his wings when you just feel insecure about your calling and your purpose. Because sometimes when we just don't feel like it, it's because we're allowing fear to take over. We're allowing outside circumstances to come in and to shape our perspective. But when we lean in and listen to the voice of God and say, okay, I'm going to be willing to obey, that's when you'll start seeing your life become a living example of faithfulness. The second thing that we see is you have to remain. You have to remain. Remaining simply looks like small steps of obedience over time. Man, we live in such an instant world. Instant gratification. Instacart. My groceries show up at my house instantly. Amazon in two days or in quarantine it could be like, You know, they say 10 days, but then it shows up in five days, you know. But we live in such an instant world, which then creates this desire and passion within us to see things happen instantly. And sometimes we even work that way with the Lord. We say, you know, I want to see instant growth. I mean, I've been saying yes to Jesus and it's not working out for me. He's called me to do this and that and it hasn't worked out for me. I haven't seen the big purpose in my life yet. I haven't seen all the fruit that I'm hoping for. And Jesus is saying, remain. And you're saying, "Just like, what do I remain in when I don't feel like it? You remain in the scripture. I mean, Jesus' word speaks life over our souls. It's living and active and it says it speaks to the very bone and marrow of our body. I mean, Jesus knows more about you and where you're at than you even know yourself. When When we remain in the word, even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't feel like we're hearing from God, it's that consistency, it's those tiny steps of obedience that's going to lead into a life of faithfulness. I have a little baby, he's so cute, Zion. He just turned a year old in quarantine. And he's learned a new trick in quarantine. He's learning how to walk. Oh my goodness, it's the cutest thing. And what, I, what I've observed is when he first started to walk, he would kind of stand up. And, you know, he would like, he would like kind of ground himself and he would get a little shaky and a little, the little wobbles, but the biggest grin on his face, like, look at me. And then he'd immediately fall. And then what he would do is he would get up again and he would just keep trying. And then the next day he would take a little step, you know, his left leg, he struggled with his left leg and he would just like kind of drag behind him. And now he's taking more and more steps. He's walking from the kitchen table to the couch And it's been those little tiny steps over time that has got him to where he is today, which is walking faster every single day, harder every day. He has more confidence every day. Someone needs to hear that today, that your yes and your little steps of obedience every single day is going to bring the confidence that you need to carry on and continue to be faithful in the Word and in your life every single day. We need confidence to stand on. We need a solid rock to stand on. That you aren't going to be shaken when the storms of life come around you. But you say, no, my foundation is firm. I'm not going to let circumstances rise up against me and waver me from the gifts and the purpose that God has called you to. Man, your life has purpose. What are some of those things? Man, I think we have to recognize some things that actually kill faithfulness. Because the enemy is out to still kill and destroy us. But God has come that we can have life and that we can have it abundantly. He tells us that we can rejoice always. That means no matter your circumstance, you can rejoice. But some of those things that actually kill faithfulness the first thing is money. Oh my goodness, money is the root of all evil. When you've been gifted, With finances and and money and you're hoarding it back and you're holding back. You're holding it back to yourself when God's calling you to do something with it. When he's calling you to give to the person that you see on the street that's needy. When he's calling you to give to the local church because they're serving and they're out there reaching other people with the gospel. Money. Comparison. Come on, I've struggled with this. Comparison will kill your purpose. Your journey and your story and your gifts were gifted to you and to you only. And comp- comparison will kill that. Comparison will kill a life of faithfulness. When we start looking away and looking at others and we, we stop looking in the Word, we stop remaining in prayer, we start looking at our finances, we start looking at comparing to others, I mean, that'll kill our life. Man, unrepentant sin... Some of us are trying to walk in our purpose. We're trying to walk in freedom. And yet there's sin in our hearts and our lives that Jesus is calling us to repent. It's that listening piece, receiving from the Lord, the word that he has. And when he speaks, we have a choice to obey. And then we have a choice to remain, remain faithful. And these things that are killing our faithfulness, we're just not listening, which is causing us not to remain It's causing us not to be firm. It's causing us not to grow. It's causing us not to be able to take those small steps of obedience to actually experience the growth that God has in our life. I mean, some of those other things is apathy, isolation. Come on, God's calling us to rise up together and to be a force in our city, to be a force in our world, to lock arms and say, we're not going to do this alone. Some of us are too prideful. Man, if someone actually saw who I was, they would never speak potential over me. If they knew my past, and I want to say that God has a purpose from your past. He has a purpose in your pain. He has a purpose for your journey. He has a purpose for your story. And keeping it in isolation, there is never purpose in isolation. There's Desolation. I love that in verse 25 it says the rain fell and the rivers rose and the winds blew and pounded that house yet it did not collapse because its foundation was on the rock. Let's get our eyes focused on the word of God. Let's get our eyes focused in prayer. Let's remain focused and steadfast in community in these seasons. Those little steps of just when we talk about just do it. Right now, you may be saying, man, I just that seems too hard. I've, I've walked those seasons that I didn't feel like opening my Bible, didn't feel like opening the Word. But every time I did, He spoke and He showed up. Let's remain steadfast. Let's remain in the Word and not in the world. Last thing, we need to remember. All over Scripture, Christ talks about this word, remember. I love in Deuteronomy, he says, you will remember the way the Lord led you. Talking about the Israelites coming out of Egypt and complaining, going on their journey of the promised land. So many of you guys, God has a promised land for you. He has a purpose. He has a vision. He has a calling on your life. He's going, if you just remember where I brought you from. You know, there's such thing called muscle memory, And Zion's learning that right now as he's learning to walk. Because what happens is every time that he learns to take those next steps, those little steps, right? Like those little steps for him, little steps of obedience for us. As we take those little steps, we're building spiritual memory, spiritual discipline, spiritual muscle to say, I'm going to remember where God's brought me. I can get through anything because He brought me through that thing and I came out okay. I grew from it actually. Those moments that I didn't feel like being in the Word. The moments that I didn't feel like showing up to community and I did it anyway. And I walked away going, well that didn't help. But really it's those small steps that are building those mes- muscle memory within you, within your bones, within your spiritual disciplines. To say no matter what, I will not be shaken. COVID's not gonna take me down. My marriage that's in distress is not gonna take me down. The Lord is my rock and my foundation. I will not be moved. We need to remember. We need to remember where God's journal, take notes, take voice memos in your phone, the Notes app has been my favorite in this season because I can just quickly jot down some things that God's doing, some answers to prayer, answers of prayer in your life. Because that, in and of itself, watching God be faithful in your life, encourages me that He's going to be faithful in my life. He's never going to leave us, He's never going to forsake us. I love that so much. You know, faithfulness, I love my mom said this faithfulness is not me it's in me what does that mean what does that mean that faithfulness is not me but it's in me because you've here i am have been talking about obedience and taking the next step remaining in the word listening to the lord and here i'm telling you that faithfulness is not you it's in you this is what i mean by that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means the enemy is going to come and try to defeat you with lies. You can't do it. You're not enough. Your depression, your anxiety is going to hold you back. Your thoughts of suicide, your abortion that you committed. All of these things are going to start coming into your mind when there is gifts that God has given you and a purpose he has called you to. Shame and fear, your inadequacies, they're going to all start coming to mind when you have gifts and a purpose for your life. Those things are going to try to attack you and beat you down. But God says, I have come so that they may have life and have it more abundant. I have come to be the rock, to be the foundation, so when circumstances are around, you will not be moved. I can be faithful because he is a faithful God. I can be faithful because he never changes. I can be faithful because he was the most example of faithfulness. I love that so much because there's so many people that are watching right now that have never experienced the faithfulness of God. And you're going, wow, I want to I live a life of I want to live a life of obedience. I want to live a life of faithfulness. But I've never experienced the faithfulness of God. And I want to encourage you, wherever you are today, to lean in. God wants to speak to you right now. Jesus says, if you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. What does that mean? It means that you will get to experience the faithfulness of God. Faithfulness simply means constant. Jesus is a constant in our life. When you say yes to him, he he does not leave you. He doesn't start a project and then abandon a project. He walks with you. He doesn't leave you. He wants to come in and rush in like a mighty rushing wind to say, I want to be your shelter in the storm. It's simple. Jesus died on the cross for me and you. He took on our shame, our fears. He took on our inadequacies, our imperfections. And he said, I'm going to die for you so that I can bridge the gap so that you can have a relationship with the Father the creator of the universe, the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus did that for us so that we could, there is no purpose outside of Jesus Christ. He did that so we could experience purpose. He did that so we could take the gifts that he has given us and use them and go on mission with him. So I wanna encourage you if you're here today, And you've never said yes to Jesus. Today is your day. It may be Mother's Day, but the angels are waiting on you to rejoice with you. People in the chat room are cheering you on right now. The enemy is going to say, Not today. Jesus wouldn't accept you. But God is saying, I sent my son for you. He didn't come for the perfect. He was the perfect. He came for the broken. He came for me. He came for the messed up. So I want to encourage you, if, you're, if that's you today, and you just want to say yes to Jesus, and you're going, Jess, I don't know how to do that. I don't, I don't know enough. I'm not, I'm not learned enough or studied up enough. This is for you. You're not going to go on this journey alone. We have crews. We have a community that's ready to walk this journey out with you. Jesus says, whoever calls on my name will be saved. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus that he died on the cross and rose again, you will be saved. I want to give you an opportunity right now. If you want to come up with a prayer on your own, I would encourage you to do that. But if not, will you just join me in this? Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I acknowledge that I need you. I'm asking Jesus that you would come in and save my soul. I need you. I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. I'm sorry that I've messed up. Forgive me, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. The heavens are rejoicing. Come on. I love you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.